It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Up and at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on. The coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian Radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. You're tuned in to episode 444 of the back that was almost a tongue twister i just didn't want to say it all of the back row morning show proudly a part of the love thy nerd podcast network i'm radio matt the station manager in chief radio nerd here at ltn i'm a third generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd and i'm mo sidekick to the chief radio nerd here to bring the facts and fire to your day and i have my coffee (laughs) or coffee replacement (laughs) supplement Today on the show, we start our four-day ultimate Ask Us Anything. Today, answering questions about our family lives. Whose idea was this? (laughs) Also on the show today... Wordle saves lives. (laughs) First, today is Monday, February 21st, 2022, and we got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. It is National Sticky Sticky Bun Day. National Sticky Bun. So I have a question. Hmm. Is there a difference between a sticky bun and a cinnamon bun? Yes. Is a sticky bun without cinnamon? I think so. Is a cinnamon bun without sticky? Pecans. KY is saying the difference is pecans. One has pecans and one does not. Okay. I think that is it. Yeah, I think that's the only difference. A sticky bun has has pecans on it. Pecans. (laughs) So I don't like sticky buns. I love sticky buns. See, I would prefer to not have pecans in my cinnamon bun. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. Uh, Hey, it's also President's Day, in case you didn't know. Was it... Did it happen nationwide at the same time? Nationwide is on your side. Or was it regional when... It went from two holidays to one. Oh. Because I remember it was like second or third grade for me, where one year we had Abraham uh, Lincoln's birthday and George Washington's birthday off, and they were like three weeks apart. And, and then, then the suddenly next year, the next year, just the one, President's Day. Yeah. I <clears throat> I don't know if it was national or regional that it took place, but I'm glad that you say that because... I mean, you say that it was third grade and I am now 36 years old. And for like the last at least 10 years, I've been wondering, hey, whatever happened to having two holidays that celebrated presidents? (laughs) Like whatever happened to that? It was a thing. Yeah. It's one of those things that we we often talk about where it's uh, the Mandela effect. Yeah. But this was real. It, so or- Oriole says in our chat, he thinks it was national. I guess it would have to be because it is well, a, yeah, national a national holiday. holiday. So Dur- I guess Dur- so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and it's also family day. Family day. Spend That's right. the day with your family. That's why we decided to answer the family-based questions uh, today. See? Good uh, thing. We originally had it scheduled a little differently, but we shifted them around. Good planning. Very, very good Hey, it's all right, Magara. We just got started. Sorry, we just got started. We got started late, so you haven't missed much. (laughs) 
All right. All right. That's it. That's all our holidays. That's all the holidays? Yeah. Okay. Let's move well, it along. How was uh how was your week, Mo? It's been a big week. It has Especially been a big week. Days. Listen, it started out epically with the Super Bowl last Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, those of you who know me know that, like, this was the halftime show I have been waiting for my entire life. My entire life. And they surprised us with Fiddy. He wasn't <laughs> supposed to be there. Was he not advertised? He, he was wasn't. not advertised. It was. He came in swinging from the raft. Yeah, it was Eminem, Mary J., Dr. That's Dre, right, yeah. um, and <clears throat> the new guy, LaKendrick. Le- Le- Whatever. Lamar Kendrick. Lamar Kendrick. Why? Okay, yeah. How do I know that and you don't? <laughs> because he's not like, he was the one that I was like, eh, I don't know. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Kendrick Lamar. Thank you. Kendrick yes, Lamar. I, okay. I feel a little better for Mo. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I mean, he did have some good, anyway, he just, he didn't fit in. One of these things is not like the other. Do you remember that on Sesame Street? That is what I felt like the entire time. Um, So, yeah, for those of you who do not know me, this is the halftime show that I have been waiting for, for the better part of 20 years. It was pretty good. It was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, I've seen lots and lots of articles about how great Eminem looked. And then saw one post that was like, yeah, that's what sobriety will do to you. And talks about how Eminem is a big supporter of AA. Yeah. um, And is very open about his recovery process. And so anyway, just all around made me made me happy. Started out my week on a good note. And then I kind of finished my week on a pretty awesome note, too, because Thursday afternoon at like one o'clock, our governor said the mask mandate has been lifted. (sighs) And so for the first time since working in the schools, I get to be at work without a mask on. As do the children. Yeah, as do the kids. It's pretty amazing. 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 Yeah. Eli was um, nervous. Like when I told him that, I'm like, you, you don't have to wear a mask tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I was going to wash all your masks. I don't yeah. have to do that anymore. Because you don't have to wear one. He goes, well, maybe I should Maybe I should still wear one just, just in case the teacher and the rest of my class wants to wear one. I'm like, well, why do you want to just because just you want to fit in? Are you, you scared that you're going to get in trouble or what? I don't want to get in trouble. I'm like, oh, man, it's been two years of this. Yeah. I'm like, whew, that's scary. Yeah. But uh, no, he was, he felt... So free. Yeah. So free by the end of the day today. So uh-huh. I had a um, first grade class in the library when the announcement came on and I actually hadn't been watching, you know, any of the news that was coming in throughout the day or the emails that had popped up saying at one o'clock, the governor's going to make this announcement. So I legitimately had no idea. And all of a sudden, at I, I guess it was about one thirty ish that our principal comes on the intercom. And she says, "Uh, students and staff, I just need to make you aware that as of 30 minutes ago, our mask mandate has been lifted. And the second she said that, like, I grabbed my mask, just full fisted, ripped it off, held back tears. There was another teacher. There was a behavioral aide in there with me during this class. And she and I just looked at each other like eyes huge. (laughs) And then tears just started streaming. And I held up my trash can and I was like, whoever wants to throw their mask away, come do it. It was pretty epic. 
I loved um, it. Yeah, that's... The conspiracy theorist hat is on because, like, everything well, yeah. our governor has done has been very heavy mandated since the beginning of this thing. Yeah. More and more mandates and must meet so much criteria before anything even slightly lessens up. And even mm -hmm. then, it lessens up in, like, a tiered pattern. And we have been in pretty much the highest level again since the original push. Yeah. <clears throat> And then every update has come like every other Thursday or uh, or so. And it's always been a big live stream explaining everything from her office. And then to just suddenly, um, instead of the live stream, instead of it wasn't even scheduled, she just said, I'm going to call a press meeting. It's not going to be online or anything. I'm just going to call the press in and say, hey, we're done right now. Yeah. Not we're done at the end of the month. Not right. We're done at the end of the week. Yeah. Because the current the current order was supposed to last until March fourth, I think it was. Yep. Mm -hmm. And she's like, "Nah, we're done. We're Take done. them off. Take them off. Walk away." So I'm like, "What? Is nothing. Not that much has changed in the data from this week as to two weeks ago when she yep. extended it. Mm -hmm. Why all of a sudden? Yep. No, I. <laughs> Why all of a sudden and so immediately? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the point where you didn't even have to finish out that day wearing masks. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I'm, I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth, I guess. Yeah. I, I will say I had quite the conversation on Friday with several of my students because, you know, there are quite a few who are still choosing to wear their mask and sure. that's fine. And so I made it a point to sit down with the kids and say, listen, you know, we don't know what anyone else or why anyone else is choosing to wear their mask. They may have someone in their home who gets sick very easily, you know, um, and so it's their choice to protect not only themselves, but their family member. And I kind of slid it in there by saying, if they choose to wear their mask, great. If you choose not to wear your mask, great. It's our choice. Let's all be nice to each other. Uh huh. <laughs> and in my head, I'm thinking this is how it should have been the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, what are we gonna do? It's just Hindsight's my my personal opinion, right? Nobody asked for it. Well, I did. It's like my armpit. You don't want Nobody it in your face. <laughs> oh gracious. Uh huh. How was your week? So um. For me, we had the, the Super Bowl, but our church does the Super Bowl. The like a Super Bowl, bowl yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it's always off. one of my favorite traditions. Obviously. Yeah, I, I love it. It's always a hit. We do it to kick off World Hunger Awareness Fundraising Month at the church. Um, I think it's called the Global Hunger Relief Fund now. It's changed the name at least three times since we started mm. doing it 20 years ago. Nah. Uh, but everyone brings their own, their favorite soup or stew. I, I bring a, a thick... Uh, sausage and cheese stew called queso. queso? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every year. Um, <laughs> people bring all kinds of stuff too, but there's always a bunch of good soups. Uh, Deidre makes this uh, Zupa Toscani that's really, really good. Um, and uh, we have, you know, a handful of people, but this year, every every year prior, we've had like this small projector screen in our little fellowship hall. And so it's not much bigger than what, you know, 
20 years ago when we started doing it, it was a huge screen. But yeah. now everybody's TV is bigger than oh, this, yeah, you know, true. at this point. Mm-hmm. So nobody's blown away by this big projector screen. Yeah. Uh, our youth found a deal on an inflatable projector screen. Oh, yeah. It Those is things are cool. Gigantic. Yeah. And we blew that sucker up. Nice. Watched it at the sanctuary. It was really good. Awesome. Uh, so it was neat. I liked it this year. Um, and I don't understand. I don't understand why I get so into the Super Bowl, not the commercials, the game itself. Because I really get into it. But any other game of any other sport on television, I could care the heck less. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know, Matt. I think that deep down in your heart, you really do have a an athlete side. Somewhere. Uh-huh. Somewhere in there. Uh, but I did, I did really enjoy the game, especially, ooh, it ended so well. Like, it was just such an intense last quarter there. You know, this is the first year I haven't actually, I didn't watch the game. I only came in. For the halftime show. Really? Yep. That's a bummer. Not watch the game. game. I'm kind of over football. I really am. <laughs> really kinda am. Kind of done. Kind of done with the football. Uh, but the other cool thing is uh, coming up. Well, by the time you hear this on the radio, it'll have already happened. But uh, finally, uh, finally, I'm getting to baptize my son. <gasps> That's so exciting. Uh, so I'm I'm very, very pumped up about that. That is super exciting. Mm-hmm. It's always the best. It's going to be a good day. I'm going to cry. Aww. It's going to be good. You know what? If there's ever going to be a kid who's going to like go all out in the whole baptism thing, it's going to be your kid. Mm. I kind of hope he like jumps in and splashes and goes kind of crazy. I don't know that he will. I feel no? like occasionally when situations like that arise where all eyes are on him. And it's not everybody that he's, like, used to being goofy around. He's a little more, like, daydream that way. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you also are a little bit like that, so. I'm a lot of bit like that, yeah. Yeah. (coughs) That's why whenever I do manage to come out of my shell at a big event, it's talked about for years. True. How did you do that? Well, I saved it up for 20 years. (laughs) And then I had one good night. I'm still, like, (laughs) I'm still waiting to see... This whole crazy side mm. willing to, to dance at a party. Mm. I danced well, too. Oh, my gosh. With reckless abandon. Ay, ay, ay. So I've heard. So I've heard. Before my time, uh, though. It was. Sli- just slightly. Just slightly. It was like the year before. Maybe less. All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, we've got your weird news for the day. Stick around. McPherson, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Today, I'm reviewing the Fun Hill Games card game OT Fantasy Draft that will be on Kickstarter in March. Fun Hill Games have created biblically themed games for people of all ages since 2013. They have already released three board games, a puzzle, and their first video game. Not only do they have OT Fantasy Draft coming to Kickstarter in March, they are also planning on releasing their first Bible study game. You can check them out on funhill-games.com, on Facebook and Instagram at Funhill Games. OT Fantasy Draft was designed by the Funhill team Lance Hill, Matt Ebish, and T.R. Knight. 
It is a two to five player card game where each player drafts their dream team from Old Testament characters. The object of the game is to create the best combos and score the most points. The instructions and gameplay are simple. Making decisions and creating those power teams can be more challenging. This game is recommended for players 10 years old and above. I had fun playing this game with my family and could see families, friends, neighbors, young adults, and youth groups playing this game together. The fact is that if you know your Old Testament characters and character combinations, it will be easier to create the, the power plays. If someone may not know, the cards give the instructions and power combinations that you should look for when it's your turn. I would recommend this for family and friend game nights, young adult get-togethers, youth groups, and any time a card game can be played and there are two to five players available. I'm Danessa McPherson, and remember, any time is a great time to play a game with those around you. And for more book, game, and homeschool recommendations with me, you can find me on Facebook at Bless This Messy Life and Instagram at bless.this.messy.life. the back row morning show i'm radio matt and i'm mo and hey make sure you're following us on all the socials we're on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok just search for at the back row ltn and connect with us now it's time for mo's fact of the day hit us with a good one mo so in celebration of president's day i've got a a double hitter if you will uh, Teddy Roosevelt was the first president to ride in a car while in office. His fifth cousin and the 32nd president, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, was the first to ride in an airplane. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting, double huh? Header? Is double. What, is that what you're trying to say? Did I say hitter? Yeah. Double hitter? Uh, yeah, double I'm hitter. Like, I think that's against the rules. Double hitter? <laughs> um, I don't know. Can you hit Maybe. the ball twice? Mm, I don't think so. I mean, I if got kicked hit, out of playing softball because I would throw the bat behind me after. That's a no-no. You yeah, can't I do know. that. I, well, I, mean, I know that now, there. but <laughs> I'm pretty certain that I clocked my catcher or the catcher yeah. a couple of times. And That'll do it. It wasn't until I almost hit the umpire that he was finally like, no, you're out. You're done. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I didn't do anything. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> the catcher has gear exactly. on. Exactly. The catcher sure. has gear on. So it really, sh- like, that's what that gear is there for. It's to protect him. However, I will say, like, the mask that catchers wear, it's only, like, the... It's only the front part, yeah, right? Yeah. The, like... the back part where that bat could swing around and clock. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least I wouldn't have broke his nose. Given him a con... Or her. It was softball. Given her a concussion, Yeah. But I wouldn't have broke her nose. <laughs> you Silver. recover from concussions. You're Silver, fine. thank you for that 10-month-in-a-row subscription. Eh, you know. You rock. That's pennies compared to Orioles. <laughs> <laughs> it's just three pennies less. I'm just saying. 
Oriole came, Oriole came in, swinging. in swinging with 13 months in a row. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So now everything Go else back is in like, time. meh. Go back in time and add three months early. Right. <laughs> Join three months earlier, Silver. Uh, all right. Well, now it's over to our weird news desk here. Weird news. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll read your line, too. Here's a news story you might not have heard. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Good job, Matt. Way, way to stay on top of things. We love you, Silver. We're just joking. <laughs> <laughs> An 80-year-old woman was being held hostage by a lunatic, and her daughter saved her life because the mom hadn't sent over her daily Wordle score. There you go. <laughs> Uh, so this is actually the not the B. Let me open up the actual article here. Uh, this comes from The Hill. <clears throat> and uh, it says, An Illinois woman was saved from a man holding her hostage in her home after her daughter suspected something might be wrong when she had not sent her Wordle update. Uh, Denise Holt, 80, had been held hostage for nearly 17 hours uh, last week after a naked man broke into her home in Lincolnwood. Uh, the what? man, who was not named, reportedly entered Holt's home, dragged her around the house, and disconnected her phone lines before locking her into a basement bathroom. Uh, she said, I didn't think I was going to live. Her daughter alerted police to check Holt's home on Sunday night when she realized that Holt had not sent her score for the daily word puzzle and did not answer the phone. Uh, I didn't send my older daughter a wordle in the morning, and that was disconcerting to her, uh, Holt said. When local authorities arrived on the scene, they discovered a broken window and found the suspect on the second floor of Holt's home with multiple knives. He was naked with multiple knives? Guy lives dangerously. Uh, They were able to safely remove Holt from her basement, and she did not sustain any injuries. Uh, The suspect was detained and placed into custody on Monday morning. He has been charged with home home invasion with a dangerous weapon, aggravated assault against a peace officer, aggravated kidnapping while armed with a dangerous weapon, and more. Uh, Wordle, a puzzle game, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <clears throat> you still playing Wordle, Mo? You know, I am, yes. However, the last couple days, yeah, go ahead and read that. Read that. <laughs> KY says, I'm thinking it would be pretty easy to disable a naked man. Well, she's 80. Give her a break. Still. <laughs> that's, a lot of, that's a lot of years of experience there to figure out. Anyway, um, the last couple days have just been so insane that I, by the time I get in bed, I'm like, oh, I didn't do Wordle. I'm not doing it now. There's no way I'm going to make it. So I'm sitting here thinking, like, I send the Wordle to Topher, I send it to Chris, and I send it to my friend Allie. None of them cared enough to think that I was being <laughs> held hostage that I didn't send it to them for the last several days. Uh, Bubba says not sending a wordle is now grounds for filing a missing persons report. Or, you know, <laughs> at least calling in for a wellness check. So <laughs> thanks for that, Lark Silver. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it has become very quickly a standard thing for most people to do. Yeah. My wife and I send it to each other. Bubba posts a thing every day on his Facebook and yeah. a thousand people comment their scores on it. Like it's a it's a communal thing for as long as it's gonna last. So I even have to tell you <sighs> there was a night last week when I don't remember what I was doing. I was running oh, I was having to do the taxi taking our kids back and forth and to and from everything. Chris and I alternate nights of the week where we, we taxi our children around. Mm -hmm. I will be so glad when my boys can drive. Um, but Chris was sitting in the chair and was down to his last 
guess and could not figure it out. And I had just come in really quick. He's like, babe, have you done the wordle? And I said, no, why? I can't figure it out. And so I walk over to him and I look over his shoulder and I look at the letters that he's already used and I tell him the word. And he's like, oh, thank God. I didn't have to have a, <laughs> an X out of six. Yeah. And so then I kicked myself because I didn't even do the wordle that day, but I <laughs> but you had already figured that you could have had a one. I know. <laughs> Sheesh. I uh, I had my first miss the other day. It really? Was very sad. So did Topher. And it's because I got like I and it happened today too, um, which today recording day being Friday, is uh, I started the word that I start with gave me both vowels. Yeah. In the right spot. Okay. And so I guessed five other words. None of the letters yeah. were in those words. Not a single other yellow or green. Yeah. And I got it on the last one. Thank the Lord. But the one a couple of days ago, just I did that exact same thing. Like yeah. I had like three of the letters, but there were so many different choices. You never realize how many words <clears throat> mm-hmm. have the same letters except for one letter. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it was, well, I don't remember what the actual word possibly shake what yeah, was it? I don't remember what mine was. Thursday night, last night. That was I actually did it last yeah. last Thursday. Anyway, but I know it had gotten down to where I literally only had two options left, and I picked the wrong one. Lovely. And I'm like, oh. great. <laughs> but I was a trooper. I still posted my score, and I took my lumps. Yep. <laughs> I hung my head in shame. Yeah. <coughs> That's how it was with shake, though, because I did shake, or I did shape. Shame, shape. Shape, shame, share, shave. Shale. Uh, like, <laughs> it was finally the very last guess, and I'm like, oh, please, 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 shake. Yes, okay. <laughs> All right, let's take another quick break. When we come back, we dive into our main topic. Stick around. We here at Love Thine Earn emphasize intentional community. Join our Facebook group by searching for Love Thy Nerd Community. And if you not only like us, but you like, like us, like us, you should join our Discord server at lovethynerd.com slash discord and jump in on some of our game night streams. Bottom line, we want to hang out with you. Come join us. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember that we air our full morning shows first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, you can find our four full shows and our weekly main podcast by searching the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the podcast apps. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Or don't. We're not your parents, and we won't be mad. Just disappointed. So this week, Mo and I are answering your questions. While once a week, uh, you ask us and ask us anything question at the end of the last show of the week, uh, we have... 
and we've done it. We've done a couple of these like short ask us anything episodes in the past where there was one focused on Mo and one focused on me. Uh, but that was just a single episode, one short little like 15 minute thing. Um, but this week we've invited you to ask us everything about everything. And as long as it's not super inappropriate, we've promised to answer everything, even the embarrassing ones. So today, uh, we are answering questions focused specifically on family, our marriages, parenting, all that. Now we've already gathered all these questions, so don't start shooting us questions in the chat. Right. We have gotten your questions already. There we've are had tons almost of them. a week to send them in to us. And we are going to do our best to uh, answer them in a timely fashion yeah. as to not drag these shows out super long. I have my answers all written down. Good for you. So... <laughs> I will say this. I was reading them in Discord as they were coming in, just trying to keep up and, yeah. you know, keep my mind kind of flowing with how what the answers were going to be. So I don't have my answers written down, but I am at least prepared right. with answers. Um, now, I think each, each each show we should alternate who's reading the questions and who's answering first. Oh, OK. So like today, do you want to read the questions first and I answer first or vice versa? Uh, no, you're, an you're, you're going to do. I'll read the questions yeah. first? All right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So uh, we've done these. We've grouped together the questions that were asked by the same people. So we're going to get all of one person's questions out of the way, all the next person's questions. So the first questions are from our friend Lark. Lark. Who I don't believe is here tonight. I think she's doing some D&D, so she's not watching along with uh -huh. us. <clears throat> but uh, her question here, what is your opinion of the other hosts' kids? And uh, Toffee requests specific answers for each child. Are you answering first or am I? No, I'm, um, I'm asking. Okay. You're answering first. So this is probably my least favorite question simply because it's been too long since I've seen your mm. kids. And I, I haven't even met Natalie. Oh, right. You weren't there when they delivered cookies. I was thinking in my head, that's the only time she's seen her. But no, you were here. I was here. <laughs> you made me miss it. Um, honestly, I. so the last time that I saw your kids was Eli's birthday, right? I think so. Yeah, which was a year ago almost. Nearly, yeah. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. My opinion of them is slightly dated. Um <laughs> But I have known the boys since they were born. Um, Eli has always been rambunctious, crazy, um, full of energy, like 100% full speed. Mm. And honestly, I love that yeah. about him. I mean, he has, has been for sure. Yeah. I, it, I truly feel like since the time he was able to walk, it has never been a walk. It's always been a run. Yeah. Like as fast as I can go to wherever I'm going, I'm going to get there. Um, and then as weird as it is for me to say, oh, got it. Like I said, I've known both boys since they were born. <sighs> um, but for some reason, I feel more of a connection to Johnny. Mm. And I don't know if it's just because when Johnny was born, or when Eli was born, rather, we really weren't close friends. We were friends, but not close. And it wasn't until Johnny was born that we became much closer. And so I, when Johnny was born, 
Chris and I were one of the first ones who really got to feed him food that he wasn't supposed to eat and hold him and, (laughs) and teach him things that he wasn't supposed to do or say. And so, um, any like not good part of Johnny that's in there is simply because he was spoiled by the Oaks in his first (laughs) early months of life. I'm convinced. I mean, Chris for real gave Johnny cherry pie when he was like three months old. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To the point where he did it in secret in hiding. And when Deidre found out, she was like, what? (laughs) No, it was just a little, (laughs) um, but Johnny has always been super smart. Mm -hmm. Very, very smart. I believe he was talking at like less than a month old. He, he's talking. Not, no, not no, talking. Like, no, talking, but, saying words. I'm not kidding. But he was, he was pretty quick because of Eli. Yeah. I'm, I'm standing. I remember being down in this hallway with the, near the offices and Deidre is holding him. And I had been trying to get him since the time he was born to say Mo. Say mo, say mo, and he for real did. Teeny tiny can't even hold his head up. Mo, and I just kind of looked at Deidre, and Deidre looked at me, and I was like, "I'm calling it." He said it. <laughs> yeah, You're out of your mind. Anyway, <laughs> all right, uh, Topher, oh, our gosh. oldest, uh-huh. is a big nerd. Uh, he is competitive, caring. He is kind-hearted but sometimes short-tempered and singularly focused. Uh, Not always a bad thing, but can be, if not kept in check. But uh, overall, he's a cool kid, and uh, he's going to go places pretty big, I'm pretty sure, just as long as he can... Not always remains singularly focused. (laughs) Yeah. uh Diversify a bit. Yeah, there we Uh, go. Cannon uh, is most recently just a big jock of your family. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. That's a relatively new thing. I feel like, I feel like uh, it was two years ago that he started with the gymnastics. No. Or just a year ago. No. Uh, I mean, you got to remember Corona. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that put kind of a damper in it. Uh, 20. (sighs) Oh, gosh. Okay, well, let me just get to the point. 19. I feel like since he started from 2019 to now, he has doubled in size. Oh, gosh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's gotten huge. Uh, He's also very competitive, also very caring and kind-hearted, but he's a bit of a harder nut to crack emotionally. Not very good at being vulnerable from what I can see. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's a lot of good in there once that shield can come down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mila, I don't really know all that well. Uh, Mila is sweet. She's kind. She's loving, but she's also her mother's daughter. So you can take that however you wish. Yeah. She is sassy. <laughs> so it's one of those things where your boys are now roughly around the age that Mila was when we stopped attending church together. Mm-hmm. And so You've really had time to figure out my boys, you know, they're older, 16 and almost 15. They're older. So being able to kind of pinpoint your thoughts about them and that's easier than someone who is an elementary (laughs) school kid. All right. Our next question is from Lark as well. She says, if your spouses took over the show for a day, how do you think it would go? Crash and burn. Horribly. Yeah. (laughs) Our first question from Brian. 
What is the biggest lesson you have learned as a parent? Oh, man. Um, that it's okay to be honest with your kids, to be real with them. I actually had a friend tell me over the weekend that that's something they have older kids, but then they also have younger, a couple younger kids. And with their older kids, they were never super honest and vulnerable. They just kind of, you know, that Mm -hmm. mask that us Christians like to wear Mm -hmm. and pretend that we're always good. And (coughs) that friend was like, you know, that's something that you have actually taught me in parenting that I want to do differently this time around is that it's okay to be real and honest. And your kids know that, yeah, sometimes you mess up and you have to ask forgiveness and seek grace and continue walking. Uh, I have learned, um, when I, you know, when I read this question, I take this as like, you're learning your lesson. Like it's a bad thing you're learning. I have learned that my bad mood and bad habits rub off on them very quickly. When I hear Eli yell uh, because he's frustrated at Johnny in a way that I have yelled at him when he has frustrated me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, gosh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm awful. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a terrible dad. Do you know it was after having Mila and hearing it in my daughter, those same things that I would say? You know, mm-hmm. hearing it come out of her, that that's really when I started seeking like, okay, this has to change in me. This is not good. It is not becoming. It is not of God. I don't want her to turn out like that. So I think that it is something about, you know, you hearing it in your son, me hearing it in my daughter, and then that reality of it's going to continue on. It's going to be a generational thing if we don't stop it now, yeah. you know, anyway. <coughs> All right. His, uh. Next question. Uh, how were your spouses when you first started doing the show, just the two of you? Um, you know, I've thought about this a lot because it's been so long, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think when we first started doing the show, there really wasn't any question or any. I think both with Deidre and Chris, it was, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Chris and Deidre both had done the podcast with us Mm -hmm. on numerous occasions, you know, and so they kind of knew and they watched the entire thing change and evolve over time. Um, It was never, at least on Chris's end, it was never an issue of, oh, you're going to be sitting in a closed room with another dude for hours upon hours. (laughs) I will say that in the more recent years and without putting my husband's business out there in the more recent years, it is something that he on a daily basis has to remind himself, Matt's my bro. I love him. He loves me. And there would never be anything that would ever, they would never cross any lines simply because things change people, Mm. you know, his struggles have changed over the years. Okay. And so he's he's been worried about that though. Uh, I, but that's just like slightly or whatever. Or fighting the, fighting the maybe natural response to be yes. nervous about something there like you that. Go. Okay. Fighting the natural response, you know, <clears throat> sure. I I always um, explain it as that's just Satan. He knows how to attack. He knows how to get in your head, and we do spend a whole heck of a lot of time mm-hmm. together on Friday evenings, you know, and so it could very easily be one of those things that could be a question. Luckily it could now be most a struggle. of it's on Twitch. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah. But anyway. I got you. In the beginning, it definitely was not something that was ever even a question, I think. Yeah. Deidre has never had a problem with it. Uh, she has seen how Mo and I operate. Yeah. On many occasions. Uh, never, never been anything like... I honestly feel like this is the only female friendship I've had. Well, no. You and Hillary both are the only two female friendships I've had. Well, the only two female friendships I really had since getting married. Uh, but in my life, where there's been no kind of flirtatious thing yeah. going on, like that's never been a a part of the friendship mm -hmm. whatsoever. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know how to say this without making it sound weird, but I don't really think of you as a woman. <laughs> I think of you as my bro. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. That's what I told you. <laughs> You're going to find us weird. <laughs> I thank you. So, Tad, like, I was waiting for I think of you as my sister, not I think of you as my bro. Like, but to be fair... Matt doesn't have any sisters, I so he doesn't know. So I don't what know what that's like. And um, I guess in the best way possible, that would be a really great way to explain our friendship. We are more of a sibling yeah. relationship. Where I'd say that for sure. At least you're you're more of a sibling to me than my actual siblings are. <laughs> you're the kind of sibling relationship I wish I had with my brothers. Hey, uh, Matt, <laughs> same. <laughs> And I have three times as many siblings as you that's do. That's true. So. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. All right, let's move on to uh, Grayson. Grayson's questions here. Uh, he said, what is the biggest mistake you've made as a parent? Um, letting my emotions control me. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm, yeah. yeah. Mine was jumping to angry responses too soon. Yeah. Uh, it's an issue I know that I picked up from my own dad. Uh, I'm desperately trying not to make the same mistake. Yeah. With my kids. Not always so great at that. Yeah. I, that is one of the reasons why I will always, always, always choose celebrate recovery yeah. because it is the only way that I have been able to say that I have not acted out of rage or anger towards my children in over four years now. Yeah. And so that is something that to me just kind <clears throat> of is like, thank you, celebrate recovery. I couldn't have done it by myself. There's no way. Like anger was never an issue with me for the longest time. Um, and it was like. 2013, it came into my life yeah. out of nowhere, and it really knocked me on my butt. I'm yeah. like, where is this coming from? Why is this happening? How do I get rid of this? And it's been very difficult, but it was just really strange. It was like I woke up one day, and I had a problem with anger all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, I was always the chill, laid-back guy that nobody could make angry, and then suddenly it was an issue. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> no, I've always been angry. <laughs> uh, the next question is uh, what was one of the biggest mistakes your kids have made So again, that, that you're able to share? Yeah. Um, I don't want to answer this simply because I feel like it's very horn tooty. Um, what did you say? Horn tooty. It's very tootsome of the horn. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, very aside, tooting my own horn-esque. Yeah. Aside from little things, you know, yes, my kids have lied, you know, <sighs> I can you believe it. Oh my gosh. Um, yes, they have said mean things 
Yes, they argue. Yes, they bicker. There really has not been any huge, huge mistakes except for one. And I have shared about it on the Mm, show before, but Cannon flipping the four-wheeler. And I don't even think that that was necessarily a mistake. It's not something that he purposely sought out to do. So it's really hard for me to say that that's like the biggest mistake that he's ever made. Because to me, yeah, it stunk. And we had to get the four-wheeler fixed. And I thought for sure the boy had broken at least one bone and had a concussion. And (coughs) it had dire consequences. But mm, it wasn't like... I don't know. Yeah. It's hard for me to say that that's a, the biggest mistake. Yeah. I, mm. See, I'm, it, I feel very horn tooty right now. <laughs> I don't know what to say. What about your other children? They haven't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> They've never made any mistakes. Um, I mean, Mila poured fingernail polish on our carpet the night we were moving into our house because not fingernail polish, paint, because she didn't want white carpet. She wanted red carpet. See, I feel like we're... I feel like we're interpreting this question differently. I probably, but that's the thing. <laughs> like my kids have not done. What have you? I'm thinking about purposeful. Okay. Well, Mila pouring the red paint on that the was carpet was purposeful. <laughs> okay. She did not. You asked her. That was also the first time that um, she got a real punishment of any kind. <laughs> you right. ask her, why did you do that? I didn't want white carpet. I wanted red carpet. <laughs> Okay. Well, the recent one with Eli I talked about on the show is he, he, his first time, like having an angry reaction and letting that out with destruction. Oh yeah. Uh, thinking about it where he broke his cool little camera that his grandpa had gotten him for Christmas, just yeah. gotten him for Christmas. He had it all three days yeah. before he broke it. Cause he was angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, my breath is terrible. Well, I, I don't keep, smell it. So I keep burping. So I apologize if it wafts over your direction. I don't know why it's terrible. It's just awful. Are you on keto? <coughs> a little bit. That's, so that's why your breath why I is forgot. terrible. Yeah, I forgot that about keto that. breath. Yeah, I'm gonna keep some mints around. And I don't uh, smell it. So Johnny, <laughs> Johnny's not. Johnny has a lot of mistakes, but they're all just like little things that we'll train him with. But I have caught him many times sneak watching scary, scary quote unquote stuff on his Kindle. He gets nightmares really easily from even the slightest like Halloween esque cartoon or whatever. On the kids' yeah. videos and whatever. And so we tell them, look, you can't watch those throughout the whole year. We'll let you watch them in October when it's Halloween time. But you have too many nightmares. We need to cut them off. And so he's like, okay, I won't. And then we catch him like once a week, like with his Kindle hiding in a corner in his room, watching something scary for him. And I'm like, why do you do this to yourself? Like, this is one of those moments where you're you know, channeling God, talking to you. Like, why do you keep doing this to yourself? You know yeah. what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, and then Natalie's biggest problem is gambling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I did think Cannon, I forgot completely about this. He is definitely my child who does the worst things, but he's not a bad kid by any means. Sure. Um, but several years ago, Chris and I <coughs> were on a double date with our friends, Sip and Samantha, and um, their older kids were babysitting, not really babysitting, but they were the older responsible kids, sure. you know, of the group. Um, and we get a text saying that Cannon has just said a word he is definitely not supposed to say. That's not a cuss word, but a super inappropriate word. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in reference to his brother, calling his brother that. Oh, I remember. <laughs> yeah. I um, remember this. And at this point in Cannon's life, um, his looks were very important to him. Very important. Specifically his hair. He would not leave the house if his hair was not perfectly combed over to the side with gel and hairspray. Do you remember that phase? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. um, That's how I got this. So Chris and I had to really figure out what are we going to do to punish this? Like it's, it's way too big to just be like, okay, you're grounded. Right. Um, Cannon had just gotten his hair cut the night before. And we get home from the movies, from our date, and Chris calls Cannon into the bathroom and shaves his head. (laughs) I don't remember that part of the story. Yep, shaves his head. And we explain, you did something that you know is inappropriate. It's not okay. Not even a little bit. And this is going to be a consequence that you have to think about for a long time. Now, by shave his head, you mean just, like, give him a buzz cut? You know what I mean? Like, got the shaving cream out and went... Oh, we didn't get the shaving cream out, <laughs> no. But he, it was, the guard was on a one. Right, yeah. So he had buzz cut, yeah. basically zero hair. And he had to go to school a couple days later and explain to all of his friends and his teachers... You know, why did you, what happened to your hair? And it was the whole, I said something I shouldn't have said. And so every time having to answer, having to explain it, every time he looked in the mirror, you know, and seeing his hair, it was that reminder of you did something you shouldn't have done. And I felt like that punishment had a good enough lasting effect on him to where he has not said anything else. And when he, when he does say something, he knows he's not supposed to, he's very quick to let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. It's not for everybody, but it worked yeah. for us. <laughs> definitely a, an unconventional tactic, but listen. Yeah. That's my parenting summed up in one word. Some people burn their kids with cigarettes, so I mean, compared to that. You know that my mom did better. that, right? To you? Yes. Really? Not purposely. Oh, okay. I meant on purpose. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to KY's questions. Best and worst date idea you've ever experienced. This one was kind of hard to interpret exactly what was meant. Because, <laughs> like, the uh, all-capitalized idea. Did we? Did it actually happen well, or not? But, but then she said experienced. experienced. So, so I'm like, yeah. so we had to have been there. So, oh. <laughs> okay. So the best date that Chris oh, and I. Oh, she meant give us ideas from them. Okay. Okay. So just. Based upon what you're saying, say, so if you want a good date, do this. If you want a bad date, do this. Okay. Uh, if you want to do a, a due date, if you want to do date, no. Okay. <laughs> you want to <do> date? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> if you want a due date, <laughs> give it about nine months. And Anyway, uh, if you want a good date, we... <laughs> we... Did that uh, Sunday school class with Janet and John. Yes. Do you remember that? And they challenged us to do a $20 date night. Yeah. Okay. Well, we had to kind of go an extra mile because Chris had just had his first ankle surgery. And so, and it was his turn to plan the date. Mm. So he's handicapped and 
only has $20. So he had pulled out the, um, the, the sofa sleeper in our living room. Got, we used the $20 to find babysitters for our kids. That's what we spent the money on. On Netflix, I want to say it was, possibly Hulu, we looked up Christian comedians. We had, I mean, it was a charcuterie board before charcuterie boards were the thing. Crackers and cheeses and fruits and snacks and whatnot. And sat on our sofa sleeper in our living room and laughed hysterically (laughs) to Christian comedians for a good two solid hours while eating some of our favorite snacks. It was awesome. That is by far still to this day one of my most favorite dates that we've ever had. <coughs> I don't know of a bad one. I can't think of a bad date right yeah, now I off don't the top really, of my head. Like we haven't really had, we don't date, have dates all that often. Uh, even when we were dating as, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, we didn't have all that many dates because she wasn't allowed to date for over half of our relationship. Um so, like, we've had a lot of those little things, and, and uh, I think our $20 date for that thing wound up being uh, going to the park, playing our favorite card game, which is something we used to do all the time before we got married, um, and eating burritos. Like, that's, that was our deal. Yeah. Like, it was really fun. Um, but when it comes to, like, what I consider, like, for most people, these won't be considered dates, okay? But the... The big time that that my wife and I spend together has always been on trips. Some of them have been very short trips uh, to Lubbock. I remember I took her for her birthday on a spontaneous trip just to Lubbock, just her and I, mm-hmm. with uh, you know Eli being watched by her sister, and when got food ate at a restaurant we've never eaten at before, and watched a movie like had a good old time. But uh, a couple years ago, it was twenty twenty, twenty twenty, we decided to take a trip. Um, and prior to that, it was, it was supposed to be for our 15th anniversary. We were going to go to, uh, New York and that was going to be our big, um, 15th anniversary trip. going to be there for about nine days and then COVID hit. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. And COVID hit and, um, that got dashed because there's no way we were going to New York at that point. Like, we kept watching things like, maybe this COVID thing's going to go away. Keep watching all those pages that had, like, the the charts of up and down and up and down. And we're like, well, this, this chart says it might be gone by August. <laughs> 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 so we kept holding out hope. And then, like, it was August. August rolled around. And we're like, this is not going to happen. We're not mm-hmm. going to be able to make it. And like, we should just go like on a road trip where we don't have to go to one specific place, but just go to a bunch of different places. Just drive around to towns and states that we've never been in, stay one night here, one night there. We can go to like Mount Rushmore and all this. She said, that sounds great. I said, let's do it next week. (laughs) She she looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, no, we can do this. We can do this. We'll rent a car. We'll get our kids to stay with your parents and we will just go. Yeah. And she said, I don't think I can do that. I said, ask your boss tomorrow if you can do that. And he said, yes. And I'm like, all right. So we, we had like five days to get ready and then we were gone and it was great. That is uh, awesome. But then you contrast that with the previous trip that we took, which was a cruise, which was awful. It was so bad. So it tired of hearing how thing. your cruise was awful. <laughs> don't because go on. 
Don't go on cheap cruises. Okay. Let's put it that way. Go on the big, grand, expensive, but huge boat cruises, not the cheap ones. That's fair. <laughs> also, don't go to, you know, anywhere that has hurricanes during hurricane also, season. Also, yeah, don't go during hurricane <laughs> season because they don't give you your money back for that. They uh-huh, just make you yeah. reschedule and, it for and, the next month. And we're like, well, okay. And hurricanes don't <clears throat> plan around your schedule, Matt. They're really big jerks like that, yeah. You know, I will say this. There's a piece of advice that I have learned in the last year um, from dating my husband, okay, that... I think it's probably wise a lot of people, a lot of married people here. Okay? You can tell me your thoughts. Okay. Some of the best conversations Chris and I have had have been at a coffee shop. Okay? And for a while there, it was every Saturday, we would wake up and we would go to the coffee shop together and we would just sit for a couple hours and just talk. We talked about the things that happened over the week, good and bad. And... We purposely talked about the bad things, the hard things, because when you're in a public space, you have to be a little more respectful of your, the person you're talking to. Mm. You can't yell when you're sitting in the coffee shop, you know, you can't allow, you can't allow yourself to have an emotional response to something that you don't necessarily agree with in that moment while sitting in the coffee shop. Yeah. And so just this past year, you know, year 16 of marriage, I have learned having these big conversations, these hard conversations really can be had best in a public space, like a coffee shop. That's pretty good advice. I like that. Thanks. All right. Next question from KY. When should kids start dating, and what do you believe that should look like? Oh, man. (laughs) We need to be a little quicker with these answers, by the way. Okay. Um, Okay, from a very early age, I have always told my kids that it is okay to know what you like, um, whether that is a blonde person or a brunette person or blue eyes or brown eyes or, like, everybody's going to have a type. Sure, sure. So that's just not what I thought you meant. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So be figuring out what it is physically. And that was when they were really young that we would talk about like physical looks. What do you think of this girl or yeah, but then it turned into character. Why do you like this person? Mm. You know, what does their heart tell you? And so I think that that has really kind of, transpired into a really good relationship with my teenagers as far as them understanding that dating is not just for fun. It's not just to see how many girlfriends you can have. Thankfully, both of my boys have been very wise in the dating realm. Um, They both have had one significant girlfriend and Canon actually is best friends with his ex-girlfriend and they still talk on a regular basis about how they think that they'll probably get married. They're just not ready to be in a relationship. Hmm. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. It is. It is. And, um, I'm kind of a little bit mad at you because every time that they talk about how, yeah, but we're just in high school and Canon always goes back to, yeah, but my mom's best friend and his wife have been dating since they were in middle school and they've been married for the same time that my mom and my dad have been married. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but Matt no. and Deidre are not. We're special. 
yeah. <laughs> They're so. not normal, okay? They're weird. You can't expect to be like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I'm in that same issue, you know. In my mind, I'm like, what am I going to tell my kids when I know that they're not mature enough to be dating at the age that Deidre and I were dating? Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> they're going to throw that back at me. So we've already kind of discussed this, and we're not going to set a specific age like Deidre's parents did. Deidre's parents set 16. Uh-huh. My parents did as well. It's going to be a when we feel you are mature, mature enough to start dating, we will start to allow you that option. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, just like you, I would prefer dating to look like low on the physical attraction mm-hmm. kind of thing, more on the investment in others as people Yeah, and in growth. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know how that's really going to look come the time because mm-hmm. I still got a little bit of time before that happens. Yeah. <clears throat> I think there might be a girl that has a crush on Eli. Um, it's possible. Because there's a girl that treats him very badly. <laughs> <laughs> It's possible. <laughs> he comes yeah. He comes home at least once a week going, Andriana just hates me. <laughs> She's so mean to me every day. <laughs> like they did the um, Valentine's Day thing, you yeah. know, Valentine's. And Andriana gave like little, little coloring boards to everybody in the class. And all the girls got a Disney princess themed one. And all the boys got a Marvel superhero themed one. Okay. Except Eli. Did he Eli get Eli got the princess one. <laughs> He wasn't wow. mad about it. He just like, see, she hates me. <laughs> I'm the only one. I'm the only one that got this. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, hmm. Uh huh. But let's see here. Last question. KY from KY. Sorry. Uh, how are you leading your kids in developing personal relationships with Jesus? <laughs> hmm. Again, I think that this goes back to... Um, Brian's question about the biggest lesson that I've learned as a parent. Um, I am real with my kids and they know both of my boys have heard my testimony and there's some really gritty things in my testimony from my childhood. Um, And they are both old enough at this point to know and understand that those gritty things have made me who I am, but grace and salvation mm. has also made me who I am. And so if I see a character flaw in either one of them, we sit down and we have conversations and I don't every single time that it's, you know, a, I don't like this. I'm not a fan of this kind of behavior. It's not that I'm not a fan, but I always point it back to scripture and say, you need to look up this verse and I want for you to read it. And I want for you to really ponder over it in a couple days. I want for you to tell me what it means to you. You know, um, I think I've told you about the two hour conversation that I had with Canon one day where I mm-hmm. got really, really, really real with him and explained, you know, fruit of the spirit is evident in our lives when the Holy spirit is in our <coughs> lives. And if fruit of the spirit is not evident, then we have to really ask ourselves, are we walking with Jesus? Yeah. And, um, having that conversation while it was hard and he didn't want to hear it, it definitely pointed him back in the right direction. You know, Yeah. having tough conversations, that's the only way that we can really point them to Jesus. I think. Yeah. Um, 
Most nights at our house, uh, we read a, a short passage of the Bible, and I encourage my boys to ask questions, mm -hmm. uh, even if it's not about that specific passage, but just any questions they've been having, uh, thinking about from Sunday school or anything like that. Um, Johnny hasn't had much yet. I don't think he really is grasping what we're doing. Right, <laughs> right. He often asks questions that have nothing to do with what we're talking about, <laughs> usually about a TV show or something. Yeah. Uh, but but Eli, for uh, several months, has uh, asked a lot of questions, still does, which gives me the ability to explain things um, at his level and give him examples on, on what these concepts mean in his own life. Um, we also pray together regularly. Um, and, you know, like I said, Elijah made his decision for Christ uh, a few months ago. And uh, he was the same age that my wife was when she accepted Christ, which yeah. was really cool. Uh, and as of the time you're hearing this on the radio, I got to baptize him this past Sunday. It hasn't happened yet for me at this point, <laughs> but <coughs> but uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, so it's, it's really cool. Uh, I don't know if we're doing anything perfect yet, but... Uh, my goal is to do exactly what you're doing, to be, to be honest, to be straightforward, to try to explain these things as best we can, um, not to do kind of what my parents did, because my parents weren't really believers, but they just kind of threw me in church situations and hope Hoped I, the hope best. I, yeah, hope I absor absorbed enough. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm hoping that I can give my kids a leg up in that arena. Yeah. <sighs> Um, let's see. What's next here? Megara's questions. All right. So Megara's first question, how did you choose your kids' names and do you think they fit them now? Um, so Topher <coughs> is actually named after Chris. He is Christopher Adam Oaks II. Um, I did not choose his name. I made the huge mistake of telling my mom that Topher was a boy with Chris in the room. And my mom was very adamant that your first son had to be named after his dad, hmm. even though my brother is not named after his dad. <laughs> I don't understand that. Uh, my mom's brother is also not named after their dad. So I don't know where she got this <laughs> idea from. Um, but the second that she says that, I can still see standing in her kitchen Megan, your first son has to be named after their dad. His name has to be Christopher. And I looked at Chris and I was like, no. And Chris is like, yes. And I'm like, but your family calls you Chris and Christopher. What are we going to call him? And then my mom chimes in with, well, you could call him Topher. You know, like the kid from that 70s show. <laughs> oh. Hold up. And so, so that means technically he was kind of named after Topher Grace. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. Uh, Topher Grace at least sealed the deal for Chris. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's hilarious. I said, absolutely not. Venom. People are going to think that his name is Tofu. And sure enough, Matt, <laughs> at our very first duty station, Topher is six months old <laughs> in a carrier. And we're in the BX, and this lady goes, oh, he's so cute. What's his name? And I can hear from a couple aisles away Chris say, oh, it's Topher. Oh, Tofu? No, Topher. <laughs> tofu. No, Topher. Like, he is getting angry. <laughs> and I'm standing over there thinking, told you so. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's where... 
Topher got his name, but he absolutely 100% is a Topher. It's a great I cannot, name. Yeah. It's a great name. I cannot picture him as anything else. Cannon is actually my maiden name, mm-hmm. um, and it fits Cannon to mm-hmm. a T. He very much is a... He's a Cannon. Cannon. Um, <laughs> and then Mila is named after my mom. Um, her name actually has double meaning. Mila was born in Italy, and Mila, it's actually pronounced Mela in Italian, means apple. Um, but my mom's name is Pamela, and so we took the P-A oh, off yeah, of Pamela, and yeah, named <coughs> Mila Mila. And she Mila, is very, Mila Mila. She is very much um, like a clone of my mom. Mm. So yeah, her name also fits her very, very well. <laughs> so... Uh, for us, Elijah uh, is a biblical name. We didn't really choose it based on the prophet per se. We just love the name. Um, Jonathan, when uh, when we thought it was going to be a girl, we had chosen Martha. Oh, gosh. We chosen Martha as the name, and it was chosen from the mom of Superman. Uh, when he turned out to be a boy, we picked Jonathan instead. I'm so glad he turned out to be a boy. The dad of Superman. <clears throat> Natalie was uh, chosen on that road trip that I talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we set the plan to try for our third after that trip, and we knew that we'd be driving for several hours each day. And so our goal was to pick a name for both possibilities of boy or girl. Uh, neither of us liked Martha anymore, so we cycled through dozens and dozens and dozens of names. Um, I don't remember which one of us thought of Natalie, but we both instantly loved it once it escaped one of our mouths yeah um but it didn't come from anything specific um but all of them still seem to fit so not not i mean not a lot of special meaning in any of the names we just picked names we thought were cool do you <laughs> know meaning, natalie meaning names can the mid are the middle names natalie is german though <coughs> it has german is it yeah which is the only reason i say that is because daedra lived in Germany for a, a short time in her childhood. So, <laughs> hey, you can say that there's that connection. I'm uh, so glad that you guys did not name Johnny Martha. <sighs> <sighs> oh, goodness. All right. Let's see. Megara, what is one food you will never let your kids eat? And she uh, comments that she was never allowed cookie cereal, and she's still not over it. That's fair. Um, there's nothing. Yeah. So far, there's nothing that I can think of that we've outright banned. There's a lot of stuff that we limit. Yes, but, exactly. Uh, but we don't we don't have anything on the banned list that yeah. we're aware of. Like yeah. alcohol, we don't let them have alcohol. <laughs> I mean, much. Cannon <laughs> may or may not have had his first al- alcoholic beverage at two, but you know. <laughs> That's because he was. <laughs> He snuck it, didn't he? He, yeah, they were camping. It was a dad yeah. thing. He just walked up and grabbed it. He was thirsty and <laughs> chugged an entire bottle. <laughs> and I was not there, so I can laugh about it now. I think that I probably would have had a panic attack then. He thought my son was addicted to wine when he went over to Moe's Wine Rack and just started <laughs> taking bottles out and dropping them on the floor. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, Meg also asked, what is your most treasured memory with each of your kids? All right. Please be succinct as possible. So we're well over an hour already on this first show. <laughs> um, with Cannon, I, he came into our bedroom and he was probably the most sincere. And that's kind of a hard word to use, but the most sincere. You could really tell the change in him um, when we were able to lead him through the salvation prayer. Um, 
with Mila and Topher, it was memorable, but with Canon, it was just a little extra, a little extra special. Um, Topher was baptized on Mother's Day. And so that is something that I kind of feel like is mm. a little extra special. <laughs> you know, I always, every Mother's Day. So Topher was baptized on Mother's Day. Canon was baptized on Super Bowl Sunday. So, you know, <laughs> make, that, make that connection there, if you will. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, every Mother's Day I still think <laughs> about Topher being baptized. So definitely just walking with each of them through their walk with Jesus. Yeah. For sure. Something along those lines for each one of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for Eli, also the same, walking him through uh, salvation. Uh, it was right before bed a few months ago. Deidre and I were both there on the couch with him. Uh, Johnny had already fallen asleep, so we were just out there with him alone, talking to him, making sure that he understood. And we'd already had this conversation a couple times where he felt like he was ready, but then it's like, maybe I'm not ready. Yeah. Um, and so we were having this conversation to see if he was ready, and like he was just gung-ho sure about it this time. And so we did that whole thing and then put him to bed. Uh, Deja and I cried together afterwards. It was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny, I don't have like a one particular big memory with him, but I will say that my favorite memory with Johnny is pretty much every single time he interacts with his little sister because mm-hmm. he is the most loving uh, older brother, bigger brother ever that I've seen. Yeah. Just dotes on her. Uh, warms my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, Natalie's a baby. First time she ever smiled at me. That's currently the top contender. Yeah. Um, her smile is adorable. Mm-hmm. And uh, while she refuses to be held by me when Deidre's in the room, every time Deidre's holding her, she just stares at me and smiles. Uh-huh. And it's adorable. Oh, don't cry, Matt. <laughs> I'm good. Magar <laughs> uh, asks, what is something small done by those who, lo- uh, sorry, those you love, which never fails to make you smile? This is going to be super cheesy, but I am a cards person. I love cards. And so I'm words of affirmation. That is definitely my love language. So if you get me a card, um, you don't even have to write in it. Just knowing that you picked that card that brings a smile to my face. But then if you also get me a card and write a message in it, then not only am I smiling, but I'm crying. So, oh. but happy tears, of course. Uh, <laughs> when I was thinking about answering this question, I was thinking about my immediate family only. So don't take this as this is how I interact with everybody in my life. <laughs> uh, but Eskimo kisses <laughs> for some reason. I love those so much with not just my kids, but my wife. I do that. I've done that with my wife, our whole relationship. Aw. Mila calls them Momo kisses. Momo kisses. We call them piggy kisses, actually. Yeah. Uh, Since the kids have been born anyway. Piggy kisses. Momo kisses. (laughs) That's because she couldn't say Eskimo. (laughs) Momo. Uh, McGar asks, what is one thing you wish you'd known about marriage before you got married? Uh, That it's for forever. (laughs) That sounded sounded bad the way you said it. I'm... That you're stuck with him. (laughs) I am being 100% sincere. Like, it sounds silly and it sounds bad, but in the home that I grew up in, give or take, divorce was always an option. And so getting married and with Chris, divorce was absolutely 100% not an option. 
realizing, okay, we're going to have to have really hard conversations. Yeah. We're going to have to stick it out. I'm going to have to choose to love you when I don't like you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's for forever. Yeah. I, I Mine is similar. I, I, I wrote that there, originally I wrote that there are going to be bad times, but I revised it to say there's going to be bad years. Yeah. Um, that's, it's just a thing, especially when you marry young, you're still developing into who you are as mm-hmm. a person. And there's going to be times where you're out of sync and yeah. things are hard and you fight a lot. That doesn't mean it's time to pull the plug. Right. And it doesn't mean you're not going to get better. You will get better if you tough it out mm-hmm. and things are going to be even better than they were before to the point where you hardly remember the bad times, but know that those are going to come and gird up your loins for when they're there. Mm-hmm. To tough it out. And it's normal. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you married <clears throat> wrong. It doesn't mean that yeah. that person is not who you're supposed to be with. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, last one from Megara. Is it harder to transition from one or zero to one kid or from one to two kids? Okay. Listen, for me, it was neither. It was two to three. Exactly. Yes. That was That's my hard, exact answer. Yeah. That was the hard part. Because you go from being able to, like, you have two arms, two hands. Whoa, look at that. My hand is cut off. You have two hands. You've got two kids. Okay, perfect. Now you have three kids. Somebody, somebody's running amok somewhere because you don't have enough hands to grab them all. (laughs) Brother Mod says in chat, you don't have man-to-man coverage anymore. Exactly. (laughs) You're right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, of the two options, zero to one is harder because... You don't yeah. know what you're doing. What am I doing? Yeah. One to two is so easy. It's actually really easy because now you know what to expect and you know the easiest way to, to do most things. Mm-hmm. Sure. There's still a learning curve and there's still some adjustment, <laughs> right. but, but, it's, but not... it's not as hard. I did. I, I barely remember any bad things, any bad struggles with Johnny yeah. being a baby. Like it was, it just felt such like cake. It was a cakewalk, uh-huh. but two to three has been a sure and a half it has been a bear Mm -hmm. so difficult Uh (sighs) yeah uh all right now we're moving on to our last two questions from thray thray asked if your spouse was an olympic athlete what sport would they compete in even if they're not actually sporty now uh so prior to chris's injury he was incredibly sporty he played soccer since the time he was four Um, all throughout high school would have gone on to play in college had he actually gone to college like he was supposed to, but you know, whatever. Um, Don't knock it till you've not tried it. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But actually he is, I think more of like, he can't do it anymore. And I think that it kills him that he can't do it, but snowboarding. Oh, I forgot that he used to do that. And he loved it and was so <coughs> good at it. Yeah. But yeah, since his ankle surgery, he can't. Just the way that the boots and the way that you kind of have to manipulate your feet when you're on the board, he just can't yeah. can't do it anymore. So I kind of think now he would do like bobsledding because mm. it's still sort of in that same vein. Mm. But you're sitting. Sure. <laughs> just kind of sit and turn a little yeah. bit. Uh-huh. Uh, I think if Deidre had the opportunity, she would want to be a figure skater. She is 100% in love with figure skating every, yeah. every Winter Olympics. She mm-hmm. watches it for hours. Um, so, yeah. That's fair. Last question. What fandoms have you learned to enjoy because of your spouse? I'm not sure what fandoms your husband's a fan of outside of Back to the Future. 
Well, yeah, Back to the Future for sure. Um, growing up as a kid, he was huge. He was a huge Trekkie. Huge oh, okay. Trekkie. I mean, he has the entire <coughs> set of the playing cards. He and his brother each had a oh, set. Oh, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I honestly, I... We are so very similar. I... We've been married for so long. Our lives are so enmeshed that I can't even think of what was his and what was mine. And <laughs> the only thing that I remember from uh, that we differed in was uh, Star Trek. I I, had, I superficially liked Star Trek. I liked yeah. the idea of it, but I'd only like seen a couple of the movies. I hadn't like watched a series. But Deidre's whole family was just hardcore into Star Trek. Yeah. And so dating her, they had like a weekly Star Trek night. And so I got to start doing that with them every, I think it was every Tuesday night. Yeah. We would watch, they would just get down and watch a couple episodes of Star Trek and they'd cycle through all the, all the shows. Yeah. And, uh, like the big one I remember was the night, the finale for Voyager aired and Voyager has mm -hmm. been her family and Mai's favorite show of the Star Trek series forever. Yeah which is not most people's favorite, but it's definitely ours. <clears throat> and that big two hour finale was airing, big movie. And uh, Greg had like rented a projector, projector screen, and set this whole big thing up in their house. And we just had this giant watch party. It was the first watch party I'd ever been at. Yeah. Like it was really, really cool. Uh, but they got me, they got me heavily into Star Trek. Yeah. I will say I was never, ever, ever a fan of Star Wars. Didn't even really want to watch it. Didn't care to watch Star it. Star Wars? Star Wars. Yeah. Um, until Chris forced me to sit down and watch it. And now <laughs> I, I mean, I, it's definitely not something that I love. I'm not over the top about it, but I do enjoy it. I don't despise it anymore. <laughs> well, so. it's better than nothing, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you think of our topic this week? Is there something we got wrong? Something we forgot? We would love for you to give us an earful. Join us at backrowdiscord.com and message us in the Respond to Show channel. Message us on the socials at the Back Row LTN or leave us a voicemail by calling 575-562-8052. What's up, nerd? You digging this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Visit LTNOnAir.com and make LTN Radio your new go-to for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, as well as our exclusive LTN shows and podcasts, some of which air on the station before they're available anywhere else. Visit LTNOnAir.com to listen now and find the link to our app. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show. I'm Mo. And I'm Radio Matt. Before we go, we want to share our poll for the week. Uh, Wednesday is National Dog Biscuit Day. Uh, so we had to ask Twitter, have you ever taken a bite of a dog biscuit? <laughs> I know your answer. <clears throat> so we, uh, we, we, we emphasize that this is anonymous because it's Twitter, and Twitter doesn't tell you who voted for what. Uh-huh. Uh, and so we had 29.5% people say that, yes, they have 
bitten into a dog biscuit, mm. eaten at least a bite of a dog biscuit. Uh, 70%, 70.5% said no. Uh, I, I really feel like, I really feel like more people have than they're admitting. And they just don't want to admit it. <laughs> just don't want to admit it. Uh, Even anonymously. Two out of my three kids. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I definitely did. <laughs> Back when uh, Milkbone, Milkbone has a, a, a box of like five different flavors of bone. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I like, I looked into this because I was going to post a picture of it. Um, but back when I was, I think, a teenager, a young teenager, one of the colors was green. Yes. Now, it's not like that anymore. There's not a green color anymore. But for some reason, that green color just called out to me it's one the day. only green thing that you've ever willingly like, ate. I got to take, <laughs> <laughs> take a bite. And I did, and it was gross. Well, yeah. Maybe that's why you choose not to eat green things now. I eat plenty of green things. Whatever. That's why my breath is bad. I ate broccoli this morning. Not morning, but for lunch, I remember now. Yeah, okay. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Bunch of liars here. Breath. I got broccoli breath. I got Italian dressing and broccoli breath. That's what I got right here. Yeah. That's how I eat it. <laughs> Just okay. dip it in a little Italian dressing. Nom, 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 nom. Oh my gosh. All right, whatever. <laughs> Let's end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is John fourteen seven. If you had known me, you would have known my father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. And that's going to do it for the back row with Matt and Mo. We hope you enjoyed our discussions and hope you'll join us again for our next show. Check out lovethynerd.com. It is positively jam-packed with articles, podcasts, and videos that cover a wide range of nerdy topics. And just like any ministry, we are largely supported by those willing to partner with us financially. As one of the newest staff members of LTN and a part-time nerd culture missionary, I'm looking to build my support team to help this radio station grow and help my family financially as I pour more focus into all I get to do for Love Thy Nerd. For more information, visit lovethynerd.com slash radiomat. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus Jesus loves loves you, nerd. nerd.